Hello, thanks for tuning in. Today I want to talk about staying in that creative process. Before I say anything else, I want to say that I am not good at this. It is not easy by any means. I am the queen of diversion and procrastination activities. But I'm going to talk about all that. So, the first thing I want to talk about is my friend Amanda Lease recently made a video about the hierarchy of needs in regards to overcoming art block. And I'm going to link to the video in the show notes. Excuse me, I have hiccups. No, I don't. I've got... Mm. I'm going to link to the video in the show notes, and the big thesis statement that I want to point out from that video is that if you are in a safe place in your life, it gives you the emotional energy to create art. Now, the converse can also be true if you are in an emotionally unsafe place in your life or you are processing something very deep and personal. Art can be the creative outlet to help you be free. But that's a little bit different than what I'm talking about tonight. Tonight, I'm talking about when you're trying to focus on creating art regularly for your life. And so, the most important thing, I think, to making art being in that creative process is to stay in a healthy mindset. That's a big, broad statement, but let me break that down. The more I talk to God, the healthier I become. I need to talk to him every single day. And the days that I don't, I I go to bed and I I facepalm myself. I, (laughs) because I miss an opportunity to spend time with my creator and to have a little bit more truth planted in my heart that makes me a little bit more stronger, a little bit more healthier to face that day, to face the next day. Maybe, maybe I'll read something and it doesn't mean anything to me then, but maybe two weeks down the line, that verse will come up like, wait, didn't I read a thing about such and such? And it'll be exactly what I need when I need it. And there are countless people who have said, my daily Bible reading was this passage that pertained exactly to this topic. And if they had missed that day, then they would have been off track. And sometimes I think what's beautiful is when we miss those days, but then those passages still show up on the days that we need them. That is truly the gift of God. So back on topic, the most important thing to me is that I am continuing to grow as a human being. If I'm doing that, if I am becoming a better cook, if I'm becoming a better homemaker, if I am becoming a a more emotionally healthy individual, if I have better systems, if I have better reminder structures and do lists, and if I pace my energy better so that I don't get socially or emotionally overwhelmed or physically overwhelmed, then I will budget the energy to have time for creativity. That is so important. So important. And 
But there's still more factors that go into this than just having a healthy life surrounding your art. I I have made the mistake of not having enough energy for both my art and taking care of myself. And I would spend that energy on my art. I made some good art, but I also ruined my health <sighs> over years and years and years. And I am finally beginning to feel back to where I was. I remember when I filmed New Jersey Preacher Girl, I would film it on a Saturday, be up late editing it, get up at five in the morning to finish editing the video, release it on a Sunday because that was my weekly time, post it to the internet, go to church, go to my retail job, and then come home. And I would do that on like five hours of sleep and then catch up on the midweek days off. And that story is a perfect segue into my next emphasis. You have to show up. The hardest part of taking ballet class is showing up to the class. Now, if you're a high schooler and you have a show to go to, then that part might be easy. But if you're an adult like me and you don't have to go if you don't want to, making yourself go is the hardest part. Because once you're there, all the natural instincts kick in. You're under the, the, the encouragement of the teacher and you, whether you're having a good day or an off day, you do your best, whatever that is for that day. One of my favorite lines in, in literature, it comes from a horse and his boy and there's a war horse and he has to go farther on this day. And this particular day, they have to take this important message to these people who are going to get ambushed or they're all going to die. T huge spoilers, I'm sorry. But the war horse took it easy on himself. But in actuality, if he had had a rider on his back, he would have been good for two more hours. Or at least two more hours. But he'd because he'd been a slave to the discipline of other people, he wasn't able to motivate himself. That line has stuck with me from my teenage years, and it's really motivated me to be my own motivator and to make commitments to myself that I keep to myself. And the things to this day that I am most proud of are the things that I initiated of my own design. I am proud of making those New Jersey Preacher Girl comedy videos, even though I never got more than 30 some odd subscribers and, you know, my my best video has has three digits worth of views and, and, and a lot of those are my mom because she likes to rewatch it because she finds it so funny and I'm totally honored that she loves it that much. But, like, those videos didn't go anywhere and, fun tangent, I'm okay with that because I learned something from the process itself. And number two, this is the tangent, when my life got too stressful, I was able to put it down and move on to something else. And if I had not had the freedom to put New Jersey Preacher Girl down, I never would have written stories of Albarian. So even though in that time I wish that God had given me an audience and blown that thing up, I mean, I had friends who saw it who could have shared it with hundreds of followers. I'm okay that it never did because stories of Albarian needed to exist. 
I feel that way a lot about about a lot of the different art ventures I've taken. And I'm I'm thankful I am where I am. But the most important thing I learned from New Jersey Preacher Girl was to just show up every week. And I grew so much as a person. I'm To this day, I am so proud of myself for what I accomplished. I learned to edit efficiently. I learned to film efficiently. I learned to stare at my face in the camera and see my words come back and see how I should have interacted and made eye contact differently and read my lines. I'm so proud of that. And it wouldn't have happened except that I made a commitment to myself just to show up. So to bring it to the present day, in 2018, my commitment to myself to show up is my monochromatic watercolor paintings. <laughs> I do not have any on Instagram right now because I'm just enjoying the process, but eventually you will see a ton of monochromatic landscapes, just indigo in different shades and a winter scene or Prussian blue. I love them. They are my happy place. I find a picture on exposure.co that I love. There's so many of them. I, I'm never without inspiration. And I paint it. That is my go-to show-up commitment. And every time I do, my skill gets that much better. And I'm very proud of myself that I've only done two paintings this far, but I know I'm going to learn so much this year just filling in the little notebook that my mother-in-law gave me. Uh, no doubt I will be asking for another landscape notebook soon. There's a huge realization that I am embracing this year, and that is that adequate progress is valuable. The second commitment that I'm making to myself in 2018 is to just make the art. And my friend Amanda Elise, who I referenced earlier, she has a phrase called make bad art. There's other people who have that too, but she particularly loves that phrase and I'm gonna give her the kudos for it so my goal this year is to illustrate Psalm 23 and my goal for February March is to complete one illustration a week that's a huge goal I might not get it but it's a goal and I'm gonna start there and I have a goal for January that I want to complete so I can focus on those in February and March The reason I'm okay with making adequate progress, even though those illustrations are not going to be the perfect, inspiring visions that I have for them, I know that if I just put them down on paper, they're going to be good enough. It doesn't have to be perfect, it just has to be. So my commitment to myself it's, it's a project goal, but it's that same type of goal of just showing up. And I'm okay with that. Because I know that... I know that the sketches I did in pencil that are super rough are encouraging my friends and blessing them and helping them to face their lives and their day. That, to me means that the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts and if you can find a project where your effort and what you put into it 
doesn't seem to explain the magic that it has, that's how you know you found something that you're supposed to be working on. And if you feel bad that it comes easy to you, oh, just get over it already, please. For the love of God, just make your art. Just keep making the art and don't be ashamed of that because in time, you will watch enough monetization inspiration videos and realize that your, your time is valuable and your life is worth living and you should be able to make a living from your art. Whatever point that monetization flip switches, you will have had all of that practice under your belt and you'll have that much more art to monetize and you'll be the richer and the stronger and the better for it. And the world would be better for it because they owe you less because of your art. If there is one economic principle I wish that I could beat into every single human being's head, it is that you cannot print, while you cannot print more money, you can always create more value. Now, I don't know if that's a quote anywhere, so you can quote me for it. I'm gonna, I need to check it on Google anyways, but... And heck, I should probably write it out and post it on Instagram, but you can always create more value. And that is why that is why currencies get stronger and weaker in a very, very broad sense. That is why that is why the US dollar is so strong, is because we have so much imagination and we've applied ourselves. And same for every other successful business minded country in the world. And the, the countries that don't have a valuable currency, those are the ones that haven't created a value inside that nation. They need to create more value uh, of ideas, of business, or systems, or mechanics, or machinery. And then when they, they trade that with the rest of the world, the world will value what they have, and then the value of their money will increase. So that's my little economic 101 rant. <laughs> I did not take any economics, so if that's very, very <sighs> rudimentary or even um, <sighs> basic to the point of being uh, uncouth, I apologize, but the more I live, the more I'm convinced of that. There is one more principle I want to emphasize. And that is the importance of select procrastination. There is a TED Talk, and I believe it's called The Art of Original Thinking. And I forgot the name of the guy who did it, even though I looked it up before I recorded this podcast, but I will link to it. And he talks about how procrastinators who get the work done, they take their time because they're getting it right. And this is the balance. This is the opposite hand of the showing up principle. This is when, in my life, the example would be stories of Albarian. I know what I want stories of Albarian to be a certain way. I can see the published hardcover book in my hands as we speak. I know the texture of the cover. I can see the indent of the logo that I want in the front. I can see the color of the spine. Oh, it's so beautiful. That's called vision, and it's casting a vision for yourself and setting a goal for yourself in your heart when you can see it, when you can taste it. That is so powerful. But here's the thing. 
I want the words inside that book to be really, really good. I want them to capture hearts and minds and help people get through the hardest things of their lives. That's why I write stories of Alberian. For those words to be, to be that quality, they need to go through years and years of marinating and editing and beta testing and marinating. So my goals for Stories of Albarian, there's no timetable for this, but I want to first publish them on the website and get people to subscribe with your email so that I can have people to sell a book to eventually. Two, I want to sell ebooks because ebooks can still be edited. And then ideally one day I would like to have enough email subscribers that a publisher comes to me and says, hey, can we print your book? That's my ideal scenario, but I want the words to be good enough that people want to hear the next thing I have to write, read the next thing I have to write, and I want them to be good enough that somebody wants to print them on paper on a book to sell because they already know that they're good because they already know that people will buy them. But the most important thing to me, not even the marketing and the capitalism of it all, God bless capitalism with conscience, Econo economics 101 rant number two. The most important thing to me is that those words are of a quality that will change people's lives. And that does not happen quickly. That does not happen overnight. That comes by showing up. I've talked about my commitments to myself. One of the commitments I made to myself after New Jersey Preacher Girl was to write a story once a month. I kept that up fairly consistency for a certain period of time. And then when my mental health really went downhill, I wrote one super long story, 5,000 words, longest short story I've ever written. And that was the second story I wrote that year, and that was the last I've written. That was 2016. And I'm okay with that, because it's going to be there. And the more that I can structure my life to be as efficient as possible, the sooner I can get back to writing The Maiden and the Unicorn, and to writing the story free, which was... Oh my gosh, that story is just like... I need a moment. That story... That story has changed my life, and I haven't even written it yet. That's how amazing that story is. Okay, lots of feels. And I'm, I'm over here crying, and you have no idea what I'm talking about, and I'm so sorry. But one day, it, it all makes sense. So, you know how I said that I, I can see the, the finished book in my hands already. I, I can feel that finished story already, and I haven't even written it. And, and God used that story in my life. Whew, yeah. So I know I've talked about a lot of things in this podcast. I've talked about being emotionally healthy. I've talked about showing up. I've talked about letting things marinate so you can get that quality you want for that product that's really important to you. There's a lot that goes into it. Can I tell you my next step in being a better creative artist? 
setting up a system to clean my toilets. Because <laughs> right now, I, I, I'm not cleaning them. So, yeah, that's, that system is underway. But I'm, I literally just realized what I'm going to do to make it happen. So, I, I'll, I'll share that on another podcast sometime. Because this one is, this one's about this topic. So, <laughs> I, if you're listening this long, I really appreciate you hanging in there with me. And I would love to hear what you're working on. So, hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Inverse Dream is my username. And, or you can show up on anchor.fm and send me a voicemail. I would love to hear your voice. Tell me what you're working on. Tell me what um, your project is, what your hurdles have been, and what you're struggling with, and what you're going through this year. And um, I would love to just have an episode and talk about how maybe ways you could overcome that. So, yeah. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus. And I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it.